What is up, everybody? Before we get into the podcast, I just want to remind you that I am putting together a small group of creatives and teaching them my exact process for creating and launching a digital product. If you are a creative that wants to eliminate creative burnout and you want to start getting freedom back in your day to start creating the things that got you into creating in the first place, or if you want to produce another revenue stream so you can get out of this hamster wheel of always having to put in effort to get a certain result, to put in more effort to produce more revenue for your creative business. This is a trap. It's something that cannot go on too long. Maybe you're listening to this and you're a young guy, you're in your early tw- early 20s, mid-20s, maybe even my age, 28. Man, I'm getting up to 30. Damn! Um, anyways, if you're a young guy, it might not seem like a big deal right now, but I can tell you as you progress in this journey, instead of only being in business two years, now you're in business in four years, this will start to get to you. I can promise you that. And this is a great way, one of the best, most efficient ways to stop the hamster wheel right now and start producing revenue that, uh, doesn't require all of your time. 24 seven. If you want to start being pickier with the clients that you're working with, maybe you're working with clients right now just for a paycheck and it's good money, but they don't align with what you want to be creating. If this resonates with you and you really want to commit to this and make it another income stream for you and also make an impact on the audience that you currently have or the audience that you're trying to grow. If this is you, get on the wait list because I'm going to be putting this out in about a week and a half-ish. I'll let you know the exact date. Get on the wait list. All you have to do is go to www.zachkravitzcoach.com slash ready, set, launch, or go in the show notes or go in the description. The link's all over the place or the link in my bio, whatever. The link's everywhere. Just get on the wait list so you don't miss it because I'm only selecting a small group of creatives for this round. So get on that wait list and enjoy this podcast. I'll see you soon. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Radio, episode number 74. We're getting up there, baby. Uh, it's good to be back. Hope you guys are having a good start to your week. Happy Monday. I am feeling so much better. Last week, I was not feeling good at all. Last week was actually a really hard week for me, mentally and physically. Just not feeling well, being under the weather, mentally just you know putting out fires, things happening behind the scenes, um, family, friends business related, just like things kept compiling onto one another. And it was one of those weeks where you just ask yourself, like, why is the world against me right now? What is, what is happening? And in those moments, that's when you get to really test the mental aspect. If you've been working on the, the, the mental aspect of you, and I hope you have, because it's the most important thing you can possibly do more, more important than any kind of strategy that you're trying to learn um, from somebody or, or from a podcast or wherever you're getting information. Um, it always stems up here. And last week was just a true test of the mindset work that I've done over the past handful of years. And on top of that, it's also 
brought up new things where it, it, it taught me to continue to grow in certain areas. And that's what it's all about. And I put out a text message. I, ha- I have, um, you guys can text me if you want. I've got a, a great community of people uh, that text me and I text them and it's really fun. And if you do want to text me, the, the number is 847-383-7661. But I put out a text and I said, Anytime you're going through some real serious shit, no matter how serious it is, might be small, might be scary at the point at that point in time, it's going to do two things for you. It's going to teach you how to overcome it, number one, and then when this this bad thing happens again, if it does happen again, sometimes it, it does, it happens all the time, depending on what it is, uh, it's so much easier to get through it because you've already gotten through it. And the more you get through it, the easier it just becomes. It's not as big of a deal anymore. And this is, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff. Um, this kind of relates to the podcast. So that's number one. And number two, and I think this is equally as important, is you can then help somebody else get through it. And that's kind of where that mentorship or that guidance, that teacher type of uh, relationship can can happen. When you have a lot of these experiences, you have to understand that, you know, now you're going to be able to help more people and it's going to be able to, this is going to help in all areas of your life and your business because business is about helping people as well. And so I just remind myself of that as, okay, I'm going through this right now. This is just giving me another tool in my toolbox to help somebody else. So it, it's all about perspective. I mean, that's what this is really all about. And, and that's a huge, uh, inspiration for this podcast is, changing perspectives and helping you see a point of view that maybe you didn't even think about. So anyways, that's my my little riff on what happened last week, but I'm feeling a lot better and, and, and things are good and I have overcome it. You just, you can't give up. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's so easy to toss in that towel and just, you know, just give it, give it all up. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to do that than to continue going and continuing to you're, you're basically giving yourself more opportunity to fail and make the wrong decisions and things like that. But that's how, that's how you persevere. That's how you become the level that you want to become is, is by allowing yourself to make a mistake and, and accepting that you will make a mistake. We all make mistakes. Let's just cry and hug each other. It's all good. Anyways, let's let's dive in. So, first little thing, we another reminder. We we had our little giveaway. We had, we had our winner wear a pair of Apple AirPods Pro, and we're gonna do another giveaway this year. But uh, I also give away my productivity journal. And if you want to get that productivity journal right now, all you got to do is leave a five-star written review, take a screenshot before you click submit and send it to hello at zachkravitz.com. And if you don't have Apple iTunes, just send it as an email to hello at zachkravitz.com. But I just wanted to make another sh- uh, a little shout out. We, we've been getting a bunch of five-star reviews. So I just wanted to give a little shout out to uh, one of the reviews. Uh, her name is Janice. And she said, this podcast is for creative. Zach is super raw and real in his podcast. He shares the exact exact systems that he utilizes himself and shows the things that he's done to become successful. I just love the way he's able to simply explain what steps you need to take to grow your mindset, grow your business, and grow your future. Thank you, Janice. And I hope I pronounced your name correctly. I appreciate it. And 
a reason why I like to shout out these five-star reviews is because I want to show my appreciation and also let the new listeners know kind of what this podcast is all about and the community that uh, this podcast has built thus far. It's really exciting. That's number one. Number two, I've got another little announcement and I think you're going to be really into it, at least I hope. So last year, on average, sometimes I posted more than one podcast a week. But on average, if you looked at the entire year, I posted one podcast per week on average. I want to start posting more, and I also want to get you involved. So what I'm thinking and brainstorming, and, and basically what I've come up with is, I'm thinking about doing an Instagram Live where I record a podcast on Instagram Live and anybody that wants to join me and get featured and go face-to-face with me, whether ask me a question, have a discussion about something, it could literally be about anything that you want it to be, whether it's life, business, relationship, mindset, financial, and if I, if I can't give you an answer, I'll tell you I can't give you an answer, But anything that you think I can help you with or just a discussion that you want to have, if that is something that you want to do, I'm going to be going on live on Monday, today. This episode is coming out on Monday, today. (laughs) So if you want to hop on live at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to be going live and recording a live episode. I've never done this before. But I want to start posting more episodes and get more episodes out. And I feel, and I also want to get you more involved and have some fun with it and just just have it be chill. Like this podcast is very conversational. So if you want to be a part of that, I'm going live at 1 p.m. today on Monday, and we'll see how it goes. And if it was a lot of fun, which I'm sure I'm sure it will be. We'll continue doing this every every Monday at, at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we'll, we'll record a podcast and do it together, and you'll be a part of it. So that's number that's, that's the final announcement. That's all I got for you guys, and I, I hope to see you there on my Instagram at Zach Kravitz. Check it out. Uh, let's, let's dive in. Okay, so I don't, I don't know what this podcast is going to be titled. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I have no idea how and what this is going to be titled, but... I'm just going to dive into it and, and hopefully make some sense. I want to I talk about some, some hacks, some things, some more intentions, basically, that I think you need to start thinking about if you haven't already. It kind of depends where you're at at the stage of your business. So if you're not at maybe you haven't been doing this for as long as I have, you might have a different intention than someone that's been doing this longer than maybe five years. Maybe you've experienced this, maybe not. Maybe you, maybe you need to take this with you. But this is something that I'm going through. And what what I'm learning as I continue to grow in my business is that it can get harder and harder. A lot of people think it can get easier and easier. Like your problems just disappear. They tend to evaporate and go away. Your problems never go away. They might change a little bit, but if you have stresses about money, for example, and you have a really bad mindset around money, you're going to have that mindset if you are making hundreds of thousands of dollars versus maybe fifty to $40,000 a year. You're still going to have that same mindset and 
the same type of triggers are going to come up for you no matter you making 40 to 50,000 to maybe 300,000. For example, as you continue to grow, you're going to hire people, you're going to bring people on, and instead of stressing about paying your bills, you're going to be stressing about making payroll. I think that's the best way I can put it in terms of your problems not ch your problems changing but they never going away. They're different kinds of problems, but they they still give you the same feelings. It's like getting used to a really high-end car. You, you get your dream car, but you get used to it. And then you get used to that level of quality and that way of living and that, that newness about it kind of goes away. My point in telling you this is when your business grows, don't think that problems go away. Problems just end up changing and, and, and getting twisted a little bit. And this is what tends to happen as you continue to climb financially, business-wise, you start getting your message out there, you start you start growing your audience more, things of that nature. Number one, first thing that can happen that you might not think about is you might compare yourself more than when you compare yourself now. In my opinion, starting your creative business is probably the easiest part, and it continues to get harder and harder. Not the business itself. Business is simple. Business is easy, and those are some of the belief systems that you need to have in order to make this a, an encouraging, fun journey. The reason why it gets harder is because it gets harder up here. That's why the mental aspect of it is, is, is so important because we're the ones that are getting in our own way. It's not that business is hard. It's that we're making it more difficult for ourselves as we continue to climb. Let me explain. For example... There is a chance that you, if you have a, a problem with comparison, where you compare yourself to other people, there's a good chance that you'll end up comparing yourself more further along the journey than you do when you started it. And the reason why that is, is because as you continue to grow, as you continue to climb different levels, you meet more successful people. You meet more people that are doing bigger things than you, that are smarter than you, that are more talented than you. And so if you have a problem with comparison now, you're going to have a real serious problem with comparison later on because you're going to meet more people. That's just what happens. So that's number one, my, my, my first example. My second example for it gets harder when you grow more and get to a bigger level is people will not like you. There are going to be people that do not like you. There are going to be people that you trigger them because maybe they you have something that they don't and they're jealous and they, they are insecure about it and they don't like you. For whatever it is, they don't like you. When you work with more clients, they're... And, and I'm just speaking in terms of, it's just a numbers game. When you really think about it, when you really start growing and you start work, work, working with more clients, more customers, you have more experiences with these people, you're going to have more people that have a negative experience as you continue to work with more people. And if we're speaking in terms of clients, Yes, you need to have a filtering system with the clients that you pick and choose. Yes, as you continue to climb, you start saying no to more people that you know is going to be a problem child. And I call them 
problem children that um, get triggered by that. There's something that they just don't like about you, right? For whatever reason, or they want to take advantage of you or something, some negative thing, problem child. No matter how good your filtering system is, there's going to be some type of negative experience that happens along your, it just happens. It's part of doing business and it's perfectly normal and it's totally okay. Same thing when you start getting into digital products, right? I just I talk about, I'm, put, I'm putting together a, a small group for creatives that I'm teaching them exactly how to create and launch a digital product for themselves that actually produces substantial revenue, right? One of the things that I'm going to be talking about in this group is just like dealing with clients and having a negative experience, you're going to have a customer that has a negative experience. And that can take a toll on you mentally because you think it's about you. But oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes it's about them and the things that they're going through that you don't really have control over. You're going to have refunds. It's part of the journey. It's part of doing business. And it's how you respond to that and how you don't make it about you that's going to help you so much in the long run. But it's going to happen. People aren't going to like you. That's, that's part of the journey. And, and just to give you another example of why this is so true, I want you to take a second, and if, if you have a YouTube channel, you'll really be able to resonate with this, but take a second and think about the comment section of a normal video that gets uploaded to someone's audience versus a video that goes freaking bonkers viral. What are the types of comments that you have witnessed you personally from somebody else or your own channel if you if you've had a viral video go off in the past what are the different types of comments that you see i can tell you right now because you're throwing out a bigger lasso to more people that have no idea who you are you're going to receive a lot more negativity on those viral videos those viral videos are they they got some trashy comments and and i let me give you some examples of, of some comments that I've gotten just to, just so you understand where I'm coming from. So here's a comment that I got from someone from a, from a video that I uploaded on my original YouTube channel, Zach Kravitz, right? And this is, this video didn't go viral. It's got about 2000 views. It's per, that's very standard for me, about 2000 views or, or so. And he said, you got a new sub with this video, Zach. Thanks for sharing. Definitely experiencing this with my YouTube channel. Can't quite comment uh, or can't quite commit thinking uh, why bother X, Y, and Z, do it better, blah, blah, blah. Love the martial arts belt analogy that really clicked for me. Looking forward to learning more from you. Great comment. That's really nice. And shout out to Tyler for making that comment. I really, really appreciate that nice comment. Now let me share some comments on a couple of viral videos that I've that I've posted. Drama Queen. Ugh. Awesome video, but mute the audio. This guy never stops talking. You sissies make it so dramatic. It's an easy hike. What a stupid video. Who's this bozo? Just complaining like a little wimp. Okay, you get the idea. Is there one more? I think I had one more in there. And these are like, oh, here's here's another one. Sorry, bro. You are young and inexperienced. These are these are on the nice end of those comments. The other ones I'll I'll just delete or I just I don't know, I didn't I didn't go all all the way through them. But you get my you get my point. 
the more you throw out that lasso, the more you grow, more shit is going to come back at you. It's just what happens. It's a numbers game when you really think about it. And when you continue to climb, you're going to trigger more people because as you start to gain more success, people start to not like that because maybe they had a bad year. If you had a really great year, somebody had a bad year, are you going to feel really amped about that? If you've worked on your mentality, absolutely, you're going to applaud them and be like, congratulations, I'm stoked for you. But if you don't work on your mindset and you have an ego problem and um, it's something that just you just haven't worked on, maybe you haven't listened to this podcast enough, it's going to be very difficult for you to applaud that person and you're just going to be looking at yourself as the victim instead and you're going to feel triggered by that person, et cetera, right? So my point in saying that is as you continue to climb, another super important, one of the most important intentions that you can have, and this is one of my intentions for this year. I know I talked about another uh, an intention that I had last year or or. In the last episode, I talked about an intention that you should have. Well, I'm going to talk about another intention that you should have. And this one is even more important than the last intention that I talked about. And that is you need to protect your energy. It's probably one of the most important things you could possibly do if you are committing yourself to this journey is you have to protect your energy because your energy is the thing that makes you money. Your energy is the thing that produces results. Your energy is the thing that provides food and shelter for you, your family, your loved ones, etc. Your energy is everything, and it's a limited resource, and that's why you have to protect it. You can give yourself more energy, but there's a lot more stuff. If you don't do it properly, there's a lot more out there that's going to take it away. And the first thing that you got to do is start becoming aware of what these things are. It can be a certain task in your business that drains energy. It can be looking at a negative comment that can trigger you and drain energy. It can be speaking to a certain individual. It can be looking at someone's Instagram page. It can be as simple as talking to someone on the phone and then complaining to you about certain things that's eventually going to start draining or eating away at your energy and you have to do whatever it takes to come up with a way to protect your energy and also know the things that give back energy and if you've been a listener of this podcast you know this or i've talked about this i don't know i don't think i've made a individual episode about this but I wanted to make it an individual episode because of how important it truly is. And if you still have no idea what energy is and, and what I'm talking about here, I'm not talking physical energy because if I was talking physical energy, things like working out, you, you would think, oh, that's, that's going to drain you from your energy. Well, actually it's not because it's going to give you that endor- endorphin rush. It's actually going to give you more energy, even if you totally crushed uh, a workout and you're dead tired, you're still going to feel like, wow, I I got so much from that. You're going to get a huge endorphin rush. So the energy that I'm talking about here is really, it's more, it's more than physical. It's an internal 
charge that you have. And you know when you have it or you don't. When you have a ton of energy, you feel really inspired a lot of the time. When you have creative burnout, you don't feel like creating. You don't feel, you just have this unmotivated feeling. There's a good chance that you didn't protect your energy maybe for a few days in a row or five days in a row or something along those lines and it's biting you in the ass. That can happen. You didn't protect your energy. Another reason why this is so important is because you have full and total control over you protecting your energy, you giving yourself energy, or you letting someone else take it from you. That's why this is important. That's why I'm going to be talking about some of the things that I do to protect my energy because this, believe it or not, is one of my biggest intentions for this year for me personally. I have a list of intentions and one of them, I told you to come up with three. One of my intentions is to protect my energy better. You can always protect your energy better. And I did that last year, but I, I need to do it in a way. There, there's new, I'm, I'm uncovering new areas in which my energy was being drained and I hadn't quite realized it yet. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Let's talk about some of the ways that you can protect your energy. And this is, these are the ways that I'm protecting my energy this year and, and just being more conscious about it. So number one is I am not touching my phone until 9am. The only time, the only exception I will make by, by picking up my phone is if Nyla's doing something funny, I want to capture a story, something that, that came to my head that I really want to get out, I will post it as maybe an Instagram story, but I will not look at anything that's going on. I will not, I will not look at my DMs. I will not look at the comments. I will post that story, see that it's posted, and I'll get the fuck out of there immediately. I will not look at Instagram, the interwebs, anything before 9 a.m. because there could be, there's always a chance that something on there is going to trigger you. And that triggering effect can can determine what your day is going to look like, whether you're going to, because let's be honest, we're, we're not perfect. Even though you're working on your mindset and protecting your energy, you might have a day where you're feeling like dog shit, maybe you're sick, maybe you're just not in a good place mentally, and you're weak that day, you're mentally weak that day. That happens, that's okay. But even on your mentally weak days, you don't want something to trigger you because it can twist and turn your day and turn it into something totally different. What we're doing here is we're creating boundaries for ourselves, and then we're being disciplined with those boundaries, right? It's the best way to protect your energy is by creating boundaries. That's what we're doing. So before 9 a.m., nothing with the phone related is being touched unless something inspiring, something motivational, something comes to me quickly, boom, gone. That Like, that's it, okay? And then that brings me to my next strategy that actually Wix gave me, which I think is is brilliant. But my Instagram page is becoming this place that is just so congested with my friends, with people that I have relationships with, um, in, in some sort of type of business situation, you know, I'm connected with so many different people, just like you are with your Instagram. And as soon as you open that up, you get blasted by what's going on in the world. What are people doing? What's happening? Who's posting what? It's a lot to take in, and I don't want to open up Instagram because it's become such a habit for most of us. We're, we're all kind of addicted to it. 
I don't want that to be my first reaction. I don't want to be triggered by something. I don't want to be looking at something and have it give me a some any kind of distraction. I don't want to be distracted. Everything that we're doing here is so that we can be laser focused and stay in our own lane because that's when really good ideas happen. That's when the most work happens is in, in those in those times of, of stillness in Ryan Holiday's words. In times of stillness is when the most progress happens. And when you open up Instagram, it's it gets it's very, very easy for everybody to get distracted, whether it's something that triggers you or something that just simply distracts you. And maybe you need to be working on something else, right? And so what I did is I created a new Instagram account. And this is this was Wix's idea. I can't, I can't, I have to give her credit for this. Um, but I'm so excited about it because I'll 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 show you look, I, I don't know if you can see it. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm showing you my my Instagram page. And I'm using a GH5 camera here, so the autofocus is going to be trash. Um, but do not follow me. I know I'm showing you my Instagram, but do not follow me. It's a private account. I'm not going to accept you. I'm literally following 20 people right now, and that's it. And these 20 people are people that inspire the hell out of me, people that I know is not, it's not going to be distracting. It's more so of like if I need an idea, if I, if I want to look at something that um, inspires me for some some of my photography or filmmaking or certain types of projects or whatever. Um, those are the people that I want to see first when I open up Instagram because it gives you that second filtering. It, gi it gives you another area of filtering where, or an, I should say it gives you a second chance to make, make a decision here. And what I mean by that is it gives you an, another opportunity to decide, should I really be going on Instagram right now? Because one of the biggest problems is getting sucked into scrolling, DMing, you know, notifications, the dopamine, all that stuff. We get sucked into it. And so this gives you that second opportunity to say, oh, wait, um, I really, I don't need to get on Instagram. One of the, one of the podcasts that I made last year, close to the end of the year was how I am really using Instagram and all social media as a tool, as a tool to do business, as a tool to connect with my audience. And I'm, I'm creating such intention and purpose towards it that as soon as I'm done, I'm getting the fuck off. And I think I said, I'm getting the fuck off a million times in that episode. And I meant it and I'm still staying true to that. But this little hack or strategy just creates that second filtering system. And on top of that, I get to see things that really, really inspire me, that gives me energy, that actually gives me energy instead of just a bunch of distractions that I don't need right now. So that's the second thing that I'm doing, the second little hack, I guess, if, if you can even call it that. Because again, maybe your mindset is just weak that day. You're not feeling well. Maybe you didn't sleep well. When you don't sleep, your mindset is going to be weak the next day. It just is. And you got to be careful because it can send you on a, on, a, on a crazy goose chase, loophole, rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. And it could end up wasting more time and wasting more energy that you need to be doing things that produce revenue in your business or makes you an enjoyable person to hang out with, all that good stuff. So that's number two. 
Another similar boundary with the 9 a.m. situation of not being on my phone is I do not talk to anybody that is not a close, even even actually, let me, let me I was going to say not even a close family member, but sometimes I won't even do a close family member unless it's like my mom and she like really needs something or my dad, like really, if it's an emergency situation, I won't do it. But sometimes I won't even pick up their calls. So, sorry, mom and dad, sorry if you're listening to this. Um, sometimes I'm just, I just know that I can't, I can't do that right now. I can't do that. So before 11 AM, I will not pick up the phone or text someone that is not a close family member, a super close friend or, uh, Wix or something like that. I just won't. And then at the end of the day, I usually won't do that past 6 PM, 6 30 ish. I just, I won't do it. Because I've gotten on the phone with family members. I've gotten on the phone with friends before or after that. And it, it just ends up taking my day in a different route that I that I didn't need it to go. I needed my energy that day to do what I'm doing right now, record a podcast. I need my energy for this in order for me to show up and actually help and be at my best so that you get impacted by it. You know, if I if I make the decision to pick up the phone or get lost in someone's Instagram feed and, you know, get distracted by something. And, um, I spend, you know, however long on doing that instead of doing this, then, then you're getting impacted by that. And and that's a problem. So I want to be at my best. And these are the things that I'm doing in order to be at my best. And you should be doing the exact same thing or, or creating different boundaries for yourself, for your own life in your own business in your own personal things that you need energy for so i do not pick up the phone before 11 a.m or after 6 6 30 ish etc and the last boundary or non-negotiable that i have or that i'm that i'm doing consistently is reading 10 pages in the morning which i've been doing consistently now for a while which is so helpful uh, I talked about this on the podcast with uh, Watch Luke, I think, is is reading and consuming that type of content because it fuels so many new ideas and different things that I just wouldn't have, have thought of otherwise. Um, reading at least 10 pages gets me really present in the moment because if you're not present while reading, you're not going to, you're not going to consume anything on the page when you it's different when you watch something like watch a youtube video or or watch you know netflix or you can kind of zone out and then come back in zone out come back in reading doesn't allow you to do that you have to be super present you're not going to consume anything Um, and that's what i love so much about it and it gives me so many new creative ideas for my own content and coming up with um, just new ideas in general so i'll do 10 pages in the morning, but something new that I'm adding is doing 10 pages at night. I have been ending my day with watching YouTube videos, watching a Netflix show and things like that. And I still, I absolutely love doing that. I'm not going to get rid of that, but it can make me feel differently in the morning. For example, you watch a really hard to watch show, something that's um, very violent or something, whatever, a scene that's like hard to watch or whatever. And it just sticks with you and it sticks with you until the morning. And that happens to me sometimes where it can then affect how I feel in the morning. I don't feel as energized in the morning. I don't want that to happen. 
I want to feel energized in the morning. I want to feel really, really good in the morning. It's important. And so what I'm doing is I'm allowing myself to watch TV. I'm allowing myself to do those things because I love it. And then you shouldn't stop things that you love. It's stupid. Um, but after I'm done watching, I finish up the night with reading. And that has been super helpful. Again, getting myself present in the zone, thinking of things that I might not have thought about before. It doesn't have to be a self-help book. It can be fiction, whatever it is. Um, it's just getting me in the, to that mindset of just being present. I am not a big reader by any means. I made a morning routine video talking about how I'm not a big reader and how I mainly listen to audiobooks, which is what I used to do, but I'm forcing myself into these reading periods. I'll listen to an audiobook during the day. I'll listen to a podcast during the day, no problem, and I'll still get what I need to get from it, but I am kind of forcing myself into reading those 10 pages in the morning and the night because it makes me more present, and that's one of the things that I need to focus on is being more present and, and getting into that that creative zone where I'm in my lane, that zone of genius that we've, we've talked about on this podcast before. So I don't end my night with a YouTube video or with a Netflix show. I'll watch, for example, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. or 9 to 9.30. And then from 10.30 to 11, I'll finish off reading and then I'll go to bed. And that's what I've been doing. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm loving it and I'm, I've been sticking with it ever since I made the change, which hasn't been that long. So don't think I'm, uh, I've been doing it for years or anything. This is, these are new, th that, that is something new that I've started recently for started in like in December, but I'm really, um, I'm going to be consistent with it into throughout this, throughout this year. I'm, I'm forcing myself, I'm being disciplined enough to do it. So those are my boundaries, my new, some, some of them are, are I've done, but, but those are really my new boundaries for 2021. That is how I'm going to be protecting my energy, not just creating the intention of, oh, I'm going to protect my energy, but coming up with the proper steps in doing that and coming up with those action steps and actually doing that successfully this year. It's one of the most important things you can do. Do not take it lightly. Um, you know, talking about something that's not super tangible, right? It's not a strategy. You got to get away from the strategy talk all the time. This is something that is bigger than that. It all stems from this protecting your energy. It all comes back to your energy because if you don't have energy, you can't do the strategy. You can't do the things that you are used to doing. Like I said, last week was a bad week for me. Part of that, you know, I wasn't feeling well. There, there are things that were out of my control. But there were things that were in my control that I didn't do a, a good enough job or it was a good wake-up call for me like, oh, that's a weakness. I got to fill that gap and this is how I'm going to do that. Um, so think about this stuff. Think about how you can incorporate this into what your focus is for 2021. Protecting your energy, but more so, how are you going to protect your energy? You know how I'm protecting my energy now these boundaries, these non-negotiables that I'm creating for myself, you have to be disciplined with it and you have to do it consistently over and over again. And you'll start to see yourself get into that creative zone. That's what we are trying to do as creatives. We're trying to get into that creative zone, coming up with those ideas, being inspired. You know, I get the question of, 
you know, how do I get through days where I'm not motivated? Well, what led up to the day that you weren't motivated? Maybe you're doing things that are leading you up to that point and you don't even know it yet. So ask yourself some of these questions. That's what I wanted to talk about on this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, we're going on Instagram live. We're doing a live recorded rambling radio episode. I'd love to have you there. Come join us. And don't forget to put yourself on the wait list if you want to learn how to create and launch a digital product successfully and do it right, putting together that small group of creatives. So if you want to be with like-minded people and learn how to do this and actually make it a, another revenue stream that provides a big impact in your life and do it the right way, um, come join that group because it's really, really going to help you. There's a ton, ton of myths and things out there that need to be discredited and, 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 and tossed by the wayside because it's a lot easier than you think. It's a challenge, but it's not as hard as, as you may think. So, so if that interests you, go to www.zachkravitzcoach.com slash ready, set, launch, or click the link in the description or show notes and get on that wait list because we're going to be opening it up in like a week and a half or so. And I'll, I'll keep you in the loop. But hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you got something from it. I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>